Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. All right, we are ready to get this party started here on Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and your matchmaker, and the show about relating, dating, and mating. Don't forget tonight, we are live, 7900800 or star 8255. And as well, as always, Ramona is following us on Facebook. So you can actually see who's in the studio with me tonight. Um, I don't know if I should keep it a big secret or not. (laughs) So you know what? I'm going to keep it a secret for a few minutes. Um, the first thing I do want to do, though, is I want to give a shout out to Rhonda Massad. Um, she's this fantastic woman, and this is about sharing love and spreading love. This woman put an entire community together out in the West Island this week uh, to help people who were affected by the floods, and it was amazing. Ramona and I went out there, as well as so many people from CJD, to go and help Rhonda and her team collect food and get out there and bring it to people who needed it. And I want to remind everybody, we put blue ribbons on our trees outside my home and and a lot of people who were volunteering there. Remember, it doesn't stop just because things are drying up. It is going to go on for these people who lost so much for weeks and weeks. So remember it. And if you can, um, I guess you could probably reach out to Rhonda Massad or reach out to me and I'll try and help send you in the right direction because they all need our love. So let's keep spreading that love. And uh, talking about spreading that love. I want to go into my inbox and do some dating advice. I got a young gentleman who sent me in a letter, um, an email. You see, I'm so old school. I still say letters sometimes. Anyway, he said this. Hi, Cheryl. I came across an unexpected situation last week, and I would like your opinion. I met up with a girl via Bumble three weeks ago, and we got along very well. Conversation was easy. The more we talked, the more we had in common, and I was interested in knowing more. However, I'm not physically attracted to her. She is a very pretty girl. I'm obviously aware body changes in time, yet some facial features bothered me. This came to surprise me as I thought I was not a superficial person. She is 95% of the character and persona I'm looking for in a partner partner, yet I did not feel the oomph, wanting to hold, cuddle, kiss, sleep with her. Do you take these physical traits into accounts when matchmaking, or did I let something good go? So I was talking earlier about Don't Judge a Book by its cover. And the fact is, I'm going to be joined very shortly by three matchmakers from Toronto, as well as a lovely gentleman from Vancouver. And I will tell you this, as you get to know somebody, you stop focusing on the little things, and you start realizing more and more the amazing things. And when you have 95% of what you want, focus on that. So I will say this, there are times where there is no chemistry. and, And after a certain amount of time, you realize that it's really a friendship thing. But you can ask many couples who have been married for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, they will tell you that the more time they spent together, the more they loved each other. And then that attraction 
is there. When you look at that person and they make you smile and you know you're making them smile, well, if their nose is a little crooked or they don't have the right color eyes, you're going to get over it. So I don't know whether you did or didn't. Hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't look back. But here's the thing. It seems like everything was very recent. So depending on how you left it, I say, why don't you pick up the phone? It's never too late to say, you know what, I'd love to go out again. Again, depending how you said it. So that's my advice for you. And um, otherwise, next time, take a little bit more time and get to know the person before you make a decision. Now, as far as the dating news of the week, this is an interesting human uh, <laughs> human nature story. There's a lot of people now all over the U.S. This has become a big thing where you can hire somebody to be your ghostwriter for your profiles. Now, I want to clarify something. In what I do as a coach, a lot of my clients have trouble expressing themselves in writing, and they find it very difficult to write their profiles. I do help people write their profiles, but I take it from the things that they're telling me, and then we put it together together. And when it comes to being online, I can even help them decipher who to contact and who not to. But when it comes down to the contact, they're doing the contact. They have to write the notes, they have to contact the other person and have the interaction because it's supposed to be about you and this other person. What's going on is, in the States, there are people who are doing ghostwriting and they do everything for you. And they do all the communication back and forth until you finally meet that person face to face. So I'm wondering, what do you think? Is this cool or not? Is it ethical? You've got my take on it. As I said, myself and a lot of matchmakers, we do help people because that's what we're here for. We're here as your coaches to help you get through these stumbling blocks. And, and, and that's okay. It's okay to say, I need help to choose my pictures and everything. Because the fact is, that first click when somebody opens your page, it says a lot fast and you want them to engage with you. So asking help to do it is one thing. Having somebody be your Cyrano de Bergerac, that I'm not so sure about. So what do you think? Call us 790-0800 or star 8255 here on CJAD Radio. We are talking tonight about the yin and the yang. And I want to say that it's all about finding the balance within ourselves and our relationships. So to help me with that, I would like to introduce my first guest. His name is Peter Samarco. He's from Vancouver. He is a coach. He is the author of three books called The Inner Oracle, and we go through mind, body, and soul in his three books. And uh, we want to ask you, Peter, to really enlighten us more and more about the yin and the yang. Welcome to Solo in the City. Well, thank you very much, first, for having me on the show. And thank you, ladies, for joining us, too, from TO. That's great. Thank you. Our pleasure. We're going to bring them on shortly. Good. We're, we're keeping Fantastic. them as a, the love listeners as a oh, little I secret. So the yin and the yang, I mean, it really first starts within ourselves, right? Finding that balance? Yes, and the analogy is also to look at all the elements of the world. Uh, you have air, you've got water, you've got think of what else sun well when and, you think of yeah when yeah. when you think of 
water, for instance, the yin and the yang would be fire and water, right? Like right. the opposites. And what people don't understand is that water always chooses lower ground. And that's the same thing. People love to always choose higher ground, but if they want some harmony and they want balance, they want to choose something that creates that harmony. And the only way to find that harmony is by being open. And the more open you are into any relationship, the more you're willing not to clash the yin and yang. You're willing to bring them together. And and that's a big part of it. Um the clashing is not only within ourselves, because so many people right now are, you know, very in tune to energy. You know, we talk about our own energy and, and finding our balance and finding our true self. And I think that for a lot of people that I talk to, it comes down to they're so focused on, for instance, if, if it's a woman um, who's out of a divorce, of being strong and showing how independent she is, that sometimes we lose track of our femininity, Right. Or sometimes men lose their creative side because they're too stuck in the business world um, mm -hmm. or they're feeling, you know, alone after a divorce and, and they exactly. lose that touch to themselves. So how do we go about finding that balance again, in your opinion? Well, the first thing that I suggest and I've always suggested with people is to be able to ask themselves three questions. And that is to ask yourself, what are your mistakes be honest with yourself, and then ask yourself, what do you really want? So what do you really want? Well, if you really want to win date night out, well, stay tuned because we're going to be giving it away very soon to the tavern. You're going to find out how to do that. It's just going to be coming up right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800 and iHeartRadio. Waiting for the time to pass you by this is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Oh, we are back and we are talking with Peter Samarco. And now we're also going to be joined by the love listeners. We have Natasha. Hi there. Hi, Nicole. Hi there. And Kai. Hi. All joining the conversation. And what we are talking about tonight is the yin and the yang and how it all balances out within ourselves, which is what Peter and I were talking about, and as well within relationships. So Peter, when I was asking about how to find that balance, you said that there were three. So give us those three again. You got to look at your own mistakes. Very important. Be honest with yourself and then ask yourself what you want. But the thing is, the issues that men go through versus women are equally different. And I was just mentioning to the ladies here that women go through the issue of being a good lover, being a good wife, being a good mother, and having a great career. Now, women have to balance those four in harmony and feel happy with that instead of feeling guilty on any of the four, or else they lose balance quite quickly. And men? Men, on the other hand, don't have those same issues. Those four are never a criteria. So men, it seems to be in man and women relationship, more of an issue for women. They feel guilty about those four on one level or, on, or not. And they shouldn't. They should find happiness and peace and harmony with those four. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. So, so you want to, I can see right there in no, your No, no, I was just I was agreeing with him earlier. Like I was saying to you, I think that's absolutely correct. Because I know that I do that. I know that I struggle with that, mm -hmm. right? I always, but at the same time, I've also grown to understand that it's okay. It's okay if I don't have it all at 
the same time because that's really the, that's really what you want to do. You want perfect harmony. I think everybody's searching for that, where everything is perfect in their lives. Your relationship's great. Your children are wonderful. Your career is like doing great. Like you know, whatever the case may be, you always want that perfect harmony. But I think it's probably not all that realistic to stay that way. Right. Well, I think it kind of goes up and down, and I think it's okay. Well, I, I think perfection is not necessarily the word. I think so. harmony is the harmony. word. So yeah. it's it's about finding a balance within it because the fact is, mm-hmm. yeah. way society happened with women taking mm-hmm. a role in the work has shifted. Yeah, you know a lot of it, and that's what, even why I think today so many couples when they separate, the women who were in the workforce and whatever, they're coming out very strong when mm-hmm. they're going back into their dating world and they're not necessarily embodying that feminine soft side yes. the nurturer the, um, the receiver the giver they're i mean all of it mm-hmm. um the, there's there's people away from them they are right yeah. ty yeah, you, so you too. find that a lot in in the matchmaking very area often, very often especially when you're divorced Mm-hmm. It happens a lot with our divorced women and they come back and they think, I don't need a man. And they show that on their exterior, which well, then pushes away their, their dates. Well, wait a minute. So <laughs> this is interesting, actually, because Sorry. you're saying that a woman is coming to you as for matchmaking, mm-hmm. yet they're saying, I don't need a man. Right. Which right. is Basically, kind that's of the, the attitude. attitude. They're saying, attitude. I want a man. I right. don't need a man. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Okay. There's the- so I, I always have something to say about that. Yeah. And that is, if you're telling me you don't need a man. Exactly. Well, we have an issue because you know what? If you want to be in a couple, you need a man. Well, you need another partner. Yeah. yeah whatever, exactly. you know, <laughs> whatever, that whatever you the, exactly. the sex exactly. is that you want to have as a partner. Yeah. You do need it because one and one makes two, exactly. right? Exactly. It actually makes happy. three. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not at my age, but <laughs> <laughs> remember, we are talking about balance and harmony and the yin and yang within ourselves and within a couple here on CJD 800. You can call us 7900800 or text us star 8255. The show is about you. We want to hear what you have to say. So, Peter. Where do you think the lines kind of got blurred when it comes to women and finding the balance and men keeping the balance and then it working together to build a good relationship? What do you think kind of helped screw it all up? Well, there's a number of things. That's a myriad. We could have another show just talking about that. <laughs> the myriad. But this one is of the, the show about this, talking about that. <laughs> the challenge that we have is finding that balance again, but also that willingness to be open and to be able to sit together silently and to be able to communicate without condemning. Uh, sometimes some con- communication is can be a little bit intrusive or abusive, and people don't realize they're not being really open to share their feelings openly. So the, the problem in the elements of life is we need to remember, with love, there's always a need. And without the need, there is no love. You need to require the love with the need or else you have nothing you've got to be able to say i need you and we both need each other so that balance of all the elements which require to have love and need in that in that scope of things so well i i think the the interesting part also is if you think of the yin and yang right it's white 
and dark. Mm -hmm. And within each of those has the opposite. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the fact is we Polarity. all have, I have male and female. As a matter of fact, I know that I have a very prominent male side to myself. Mm -hmm. So why do we fight it? Uh, you see, there is a biological understanding that, that we might be 60-40, feminine and masculine. You've got to make sure that your partner is also the 40-60 of the feminine and masculine. Now, when we fight it, what happens is we're saying, I don't like myself for who I am. I, I, don't, I hate this part of my feminine nature or masculine. And that's a very strong word, and that's a challenge, too. You've so, got to embrace it. So, Nicole, I want to know, like... What do you think, or Natasha, you can answer mm -hmm. this also. Okay. What do you think is more difficult when you work with your clients? Do you think more men have t a hard time touching into their feminine side or the women embracing their masculine side? Which is harder? Women. Women embracing their masculine? Well, I feel like it really... It's difficult because we're talking about the balance of who am I, especially if it depends. Are you have you been single this whole time and now you're, you know, in your late 30s or early, early 40s? Have you now you're 45 and now you're divorced? So it's also who am I now? Right. And who am I when I'm dating? So. And then you're still, you want to be a career woman and you want to have that all going on with yourself too. So to balance you being feminine and being a lover and, and being romantic and then still wanting to make sure that you come out strong, um, it's difficult for women to balance that, to know that they don't have to be this strong, dominant person in the relationship if that's not working for them. Because that's it too. Because I feel like I'm a real confident person, but that works for my marriage where perhaps if I met someone else, that wouldn't work for them because that doesn't match his personality. Because that's what it's about too, about finding the right person that loves you for who you are. So you get to be your real self. So what does that mean? You know, that's a conversation to work out with someone to say, hey, where do you stand? Like what Peter was saying about being honest with yourself. You know, many times people think like, oh, like I don't need the coaching part. Just match me. <laughs> it's like, well, no. Like how did you get to this point in your life where mm -hmm. you're attractive, you're successful, you're putting yourself out there on a regular basis and no one wants to continue to go out with you. That is something that you need to reflect so that you could be like, hey, could I be doing something different rather than just saying, oh, I'm not good at picking or this stupid website's not working or this matchmaker <laughs> doesn't know me and isn't representing myself in the right way. It's like, you know, it's beautiful being a matchmaker and I've, I've matched thousands of successful people over the years. Um, but it's about those people that really tap into where they are and who they want to be that are successful. Where, you know, it's interesting because between the three of you, you have like 30 years of matchmaking and coaching, mm -hmm. which I which I love. And yet you're also young. But ish. Ish. Okay. Kai, so if if you're working with a man, mm -hmm. do you find it easy 
to coach them through and have them embrace their feminine side? Because, you know, women love that. Men think, you know, that they have to be macho. Actually, I think more women love a man who can be sensitive and caring and cry at a good movie. Yeah, I think it's hard at first. And once I think because we're women, it's easier for them to open up to us in that way versus having a male coach, even though there is a benefit to a male coach, they can be more sensitive with us and they can share their their truth. And what I usually try and do is help them share that with their partner, with the person that they're communicating with, so they can show that side of them. Uh, it I find it actually easier dealing with the men than the women in that respect. Just yeah, because perhaps they're, they're a little bit more open-minded. Exactly. They're well, much more open-minded to dealing with the feedback. We are going to find out from you about your vulnerability and if you put it out there. Coming up on Solo in the City, call in 790-0800-STAR-8255 here on CJAD 800 and Solo in the City. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your dating coach and your matchmaker. And I want to remind everybody that Solo in the City does have a dating site as well. So you can go solointhecity.tv and meet like-minded singles like yourself. But I won't be communicating for you on that site, okay? So (laughs) if anybody missed the beginning of the show, I was talking about um, these ghostwriters who actually take care of your entire online profile. And uh, you can listen to that on SoundCloud, by the way, if you missed it, um, because it happens to be an interesting thing. Ghostwriters actually doing all your communication online until the very end. Uh, Nicole, you're sitting there like, no, yeah, it's weird. right? Like, no, because that's not you. No, it's that not you. That person's not actually meeting. They're not talking. They're not communicating with you. Oh, and all they're going to do is meet you in person. But no. everything you've said is not you. So and starting out online. I, well, I would this be more almost concerned alive. that the ghostwriter would end up falling in love with my person. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really between the two actually, of them. Actually, that's something exactly. I never thought about. It's true. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's true. You're like having a love affair with the person that I'm supposed to be having a love affair with. So, exactly. no, there could never yeah. be three people in a relationship unless everybody's okay with it. Yeah. yeah. And there's, But there's people that are making a lot of money doing this and and I just as I said I I want to reiterate and because I think you ladies do it as well with your coaching clients you will help them write their their bios and choose their pictures and make sure it's all great yeah Mm -hmm. or even like give them tips like okay he said this what should I say like okay we'll say this yeah or you know what I mean like tips in that respect and then also too for everybody out there the the ghostwriting part you don't want that anyways. You do not want to have communication long-term with someone via typing. Well, first of all, I want to say no long-term communication anyway exactly. on these dating apps. It's supposed exactly. to be getting to the relationship, yeah. so get exactly. to the date. Okay, so yeah. we've, we've handled that one. So let's get back to the yin and the yang. And um, Peter, during the break, um, I know it's on Facebook, but I want to I want to sure. have you do it now. Can you say that quote that you read to us? Because I thought it was very interesting. Yeah, it was profound. It's, it's uh, very profound. In, in the movie uh, Collateral Beauty, mm-hmm. um, the lady says to Will Smith and says, you've been given a gift, a profound connection to everything. 
And that's what I was saying is that if you're in tune with and connected to your yin and yang, then you have something to give in the relationship. You can't give from a place where you're not balancing and being in tune with your own yin and yang first. Then you can give something. But in order to give, you've got to be open to that or else you're, con- you're always in conflict with the yin and yang, your feminine and masculine energies. Yeah. There's different practices even um, that you do through different Tai Chi and everything where you actually can stand there and, for instance, try and imagine this. If you're sitting and listening, try and imagine raising up your hands and it's about taking the sun from above and raising your hands over your head and then pulling it down in front of your chest. Your two hands come in front of your chest and it sits there and it warms your heart. Then you reach your hands forward straight out in front of you until they're straight. That's bringing the light down from above into your heart. The motion of your hands going outward is to put that light out And then you spread your arms side to side, and that's when you spread your light. So first you take the light for yourself, then you can give it out, and only then can you spread it. So it's about giving yourself something, putting yourself out there. And then you can share it with Absolutely. other people. Yeah. We say that all the time. We yeah. always, yeah, yeah, we always have conversations and, and just about giving and receiving. You know, women naturally are the nurturers, we're the lovers. So as soon as we know, okay, you like me and I like you, I'm all the way in. And then now I'm giving. But when I'm giving, I'm over giving to what you're bringing. Because I'm just so excited and I'm in love and I'm happy and I'm giving and I'm giving. And but then you're like, hey, this person's not even close to what <laughs> I'm giving. So I feel that's very important too while you're getting to know someone is that you are giving at the same level that you are receiving so that you don't feel, you know, if it doesn't work out or if it does work out that you're always remaining on the same playing ground. Nobody's over giving or overtaking. So that is something to be mindful of as well when you are starting out somewhere new. We are talking about balancing yourself and your relationships, the yin and the yang here on Solo in the City, CJD 800 with Peter Smarco and the love listeners, the three musketeers from Toronto. (laughs) Somebody wrote in and said, I disagree. You could choose to be with a man without necessarily needing him. Okay, let me be very clear about what I was going to say and what I'm, I'm saying about this. You need a person to be in a couple. So it's just an interesting term that people say, I don't need a man. You just, you need a second person to be in it. And there's a difference between being needy Mm -hmm. and And needy, right? Because if I'm needy and I'm hanging on to a man, well, ladies, Peter, that's not going to work, right? We know how that ends. Okay. We we know how it ends. The The more you need, the more you push away. That's right. But men... You you weigh in on this, Peter, okay? <laughs> like to be needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Men Absolutely. want to be needed. They want you to need them. So when Absolutely. you when a, when one of my coaching clients says to me, I don't need a man, I went, well, then 
you're going to be single. That's yeah. right. Do, mm-hmm. do you all agree? Yes, yeah. 100%. And that is where the balance gets lost. That's right. They think, oh, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, maybe that's your ego talking. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not actually asking for what you mm-hmm. want. And then they think they understand love. But love is first having a connection to infinite love with nature and then giving from that infinite nature to everybody else. So learning how to receive by being receptive to allow in the infinite nature to come within. And then from that, you give from that place to your partner. Or else they think love is just giving and receiving. No, it's first you connecting with your infinite self, Mm -hmm. knowing who you really are inside, Mm -hmm. really knowing that identifying with that, not woman, man, your inner self, your true Mm -hmm. self, and then saying, I'm so connected to myself that I'm willing to share that with you. Now I'm open enough that I can be vulnerable and I'm confident enough to share from inside out rather than the other way around. And that was actually one of the questions uh, that I put out there this week about is being vulnerable a sign of weakness? And I think it's a sign of strength. I think so too. And as a matter of fact, many people did. As a matter of fact, um, one person wrote, uh, Barry said, showing your vulnerabilities is normal and sometimes unavoidable. Try Trying to use mine against me though you're going to have a problem. So I I think that's what people are afraid of. They're afraid that if they show their vulnerability, somebody will use it against them. But that's not what it's about. It's about saying to somebody, I'm here for you. I'm I'm here in my space. And I want you to come into it. And as a partner, Mm -hmm. you want to be able to rely on that person. It's it's Mm -hmm. almost like at what stage, though, are you do you show your vulnerability? Right away. I think that's also right well. That's but the key. I yeah, that's also the, vulnerability yeah. and sharing all your intimate details is very different. Two different things. Exactly. Yes. I feel like people need to be clear of what, about right. what exactly vulnerability what is. Vulnerability. is. Exactly. It's not about people take that. Uh, you know, we're talking about being vulnerable in respect to having an open heart so that you can receive the love that you're going to be getting from other people and being honest. Mm -hmm. But people feel like, oh, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to tell you every bad thing that's ever (laughs) happened with me today on this first date. Exactly. They're like, I wonder why they're not calling me. Okay, that's dating 101. Exactly. Yeah, we don't share that much on the first 45 minute meet and greet date. <laughs> See, it's really important to share that part because people don't understand when to be vulnerable and, and what, what vulnerability yes, is. Yes, and what vulnerability yeah. really yeah, means. They confuse that's it. Right. So that's... Yeah. And what you value first. Because exactly. if you ask right away what you value and what he values or partners, mm-hmm. then you have harmony. Exactly. Because, of, oh, I value family. Well, I've already had a family. I value money. Okay, well, I don't. So you got to know whether you're in tune and aligned with the same priorities. Exactly. Well, that happens to be one of the things, uh, one of the first things as a coach I deal with, and I'm sure you ladies do as well with my mm-hmm. clients, is my first question is, what are your values? Yeah. You know, the values, lifestyle, and goals. You yeah. have to know what those three things are before you start thinking about who your matches? Yeah. You got to know those things. Really, because that's what's most important. Yourself. Hobbies aren't an issue. That no. you can like totally different things. As long as your values align, you're gonna you could be in a very happy relationship. Yeah, because you can learn to do each other's sports if you want, or you yeah. can say, "Honey, go have fun. I'll be here when yeah. you get home. I'm gonna do some reading." I right? always exactly. share that with my clients. I always tell a story about my husband because he <laughs> loves motorcycles, and as you guys can see, I'm mm-hmm. no biker babe, and <laughs> I I definitely 
definitely try and do it with him a few times during the summer. It makes him happy, and we it's something we can do together. And it's quite fun, although I'm pretty scared. I have my butt mm. cheeks clenched the whole time, <laughs> praying I get home safe. But it is something. And yes, if I wasn't married to him, I would never go on a motorcycle. So. We are going to be giving away uh, Peter's books. Uh, it's a trilogy. And if you want to win these books tonight, The Inner Oracle, Mind, Body, and Soul, uh, like us on Facebook. And if you're the fifth one, you will win. And we will post that name on Monday morning. So that's how you're going to win this lovely gift tonight as well coming up we're going to tell you who won date night out two people are going to be going to westmount square to the tavern it's been redone it is beautiful new menus and some of the old classics two people are going to win that and we're going to tell you as well how to win date night next week to maestro s'il vous plaît right here on solo in the city on cjad 800 You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back. I'm Cheryl on Solo in the City, the show all about relating, dating, and mating. And I am joined tonight. We are talking about Yin and Yang by Peter Samarco, all the way from Vancouver, as well as the love listeners from Toronto, fellow matchmakers and coaches, ladies. Hey Hello. <laughs> They're like this beautiful trio over there, right? Yeah. Peter? Fantastic. <laughs> Peter's single, by the way, so maybe oh, you guys have, we have yes. to match him up. <laughs> we got to find you somebody who can, you know, run around the world talking and spreading the love like you do with you. And willing, willing to travel, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's a lot of women willing to travel, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Right well, and really connect. And, and, and really, really connect. connect not, mm-hmm. uh, oh, 100%. Well, I just wanted to mention, by the way, um, the Mountain Lake PBS uh, did a little thing about Mother's Day, and they put up a couple things out there. One of them happens to be the fact that tomorrow I'm hosting a workshop, and um, I wish I could say there's still room, but there isn't. Um, but it's a workshop on how to become your own matchmaker. We're doing it at Avanti La Spa. So they posted it. Um, but they also wrote a little something, and they said this. Mother's Day for the single mothers out there. Do you know an amazing single mom who's mm-hmm. actively searching for the one and has been complaining to you that there are so many men out there, yet a good man is hard to find? Tell her she will only get what she wants when she gets out of her comfort zone and mingles, makes up her mind about what a good man is for her, and she gets smart about her search for love. Mm, powerful. Powerful, right? Very because powerful. it is mm-hmm. what we're talking about, you know, well, the yin and the yang, but really about knowing what are your values, what are your goals. And the fact is, I'm going to say this, there are a lot of good men. Oh, out yeah. there, right, mm-hmm. ladies? Absolutely. I mean, Peter is sitting here. He's a good There's man. One right here. Yeah. That's Thank right. Absolutely. Yeah. Famous. But it's about knowing what it is that you want within a relationship and then being open yes. and being proactive yeah. mm-hmm. and taking risks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Putting yourself out there. Absolutely. And a lot of people won't take those risks, right? Yeah. yeah. They're afraid of rejection or. 
Yeah. Well, I also evaluate your deal breakers. Well, I also think too, you know, and when we were just talking about on break, bringing bringing love back to the basics. You know, 20 years ago, when you met somebody, you gave them everything you had because you never knew when that next person would come. So you're investing time, you're getting to know, you're seeing each other on a regular basis. There's no such thing as text. So you're not saying anything inappropriate. And, you know, so and then things just get carried away. And, And now people are basing how much they like someone off of point form. Knowing who you're going to fall in love with is something very, very difficult because you will never know who you're going to fall in love with until you do. So just because he has this hair color and he's this tall and he went to this school and he makes this amount of money per year, so what? What does that have to do with how he's going to love you, care about you, and treat you? Yes, of course, if you're super successful, you're not going to want to date somebody who perhaps works at Tim Hortons if that's not your real dream you still have to have some compatibility and like the same things and like not necessarily like the same things. I don't mean to say that, but kind of like think the same way in respect to life. But that's the difference is lifestyle mm-hmm. versus your values. Mm-hmm. If if your goal is to be in a relationship, well, that's the standard goal. You know, a lot right. of the people that are coming to me or to you, that's their goal, but they haven't necessarily established what their values are. And the first thing is I'll have them write down all the values that they want. And then I say, bring it down to five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you find out very quickly that the eye color and the height, they fall out of the window. They're very fast Because that's, the, that's the superficial part exactly. of it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just because somebody may be what you're looking for in the looks department, that is nothing to what they're going to bring to the relationship. Like that's what that's you're, right. those are the qualities that you're looking for in someone is what they have in their heart and how well they're going to love you and care about you. We were talking about being needy before and somebody wrote and said, but need applies that one lacks something that can only be found in another, which is an enormous notion for it's about being complete within oneself and then choosing to share with another person opposed to needing another person. But that's what we're talking about. You're a hundred percent right. Um, when you wrote that, because it's not about needing the other person it's about desiring to be loved and to love back so you could even use the word need as a desire but that's right Mm -hmm. and and, but but there is a big difference between needy needy is that you need that other person to make you complete Mm -hmm. right that's not Mm -hmm. what we're talking about here we're talking about wanting somebody except in in you need you know, them because you, you love them. need them because yeah. you you love them and you want to love them and give them the space to be who they are i mean yeah, part absolutely. of loving somebody and them to is, need you part right? of loving somebody is wanting them to be their best mm-hmm. self and doing what they need to be mm-hmm. on this earth genevieve wrote in and she said you start to like somebody when you learn what makes them laugh you start to love someone when you find out what makes them cry how do you feel about that? Well, yeah. yeah, I can say that. My yeah. my my sister passed away when I was uh, sixteen or seventeen, and I love it when I can connect with someone that understands what I've been through oh, uh, with a terminally yeah. ill. My sister was terminally ill, but at the same time, I understand that it allows me to be open. Mm -hmm. And uh, when the other, yeah, well, it's easy to be to be open when you've had, you know, that you've got only maybe tomorrow. So you learn how to bring out the best in each Mm -hmm. other. You forgive right in the moment, 
and you transcend all karma by forgiving right now, not waiting tomorrow or holding a grudge for the the day. So see, we learn how to apologize immediately. Yeah. So yeah, humbling experience do make you a better person. Yes. We are talking about yin and yang here on Solo in the City on CJED 800 and finding the balance within ourselves. Um, Peter, I, I really respect what you said and it it about your sister um, because I lost a brother and, um, and I lost a father. And it's mm-hmm. interesting, one of them, I was with somebody very new and, um, and I couldn't necessarily be as vulnerable as I wanted because mm-hmm. as we were talking about time, Sharing. kinds of kind of guides us how much to share and how much we can rely yes it should mm-hmm. it, exactly it should mm-hmm. and but these are things that then I'll go back to the need mm-hmm. I would have loved to have somebody there to put their arms around me those nights um, coming home from the hospital or just after mm-hmm. um, I love you bro um, after he passed mm-hmm. because it's 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 mind-boggling sometimes and i think when i compare that to when i was married and i lost my grandmother who mm-hmm. was like my soul mother mm-hmm. and uh, actually today's the anniversary of it wow. um Beautiful. yeah um, I remember that day and I remember how I collapsed in my ex-husband's arms when I when he came in to tell me that she had gone. I just mm-hmm. fell apart. I, I needed that hug. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, there's it's okay to need exactly. the other person. Just not that's what they're there needy, for. Yeah. To yeah. witness ourselves Be open to being mm-hmm. in need. Well, and that's the yin and yang. That's death right. And life. I love how you brought it back to the yin and yang. It is so important. (laughs) It is intertwined Mm -hmm. uh, because it is. And the uh, most Westerners have no idea of what it means to have the the afterlife. They they focus so so much on the the life now, but forget that you got to enjoy now to enjoy the. Well, I I love the conversation tonight. I mean, time goes so fast. Before we go, we do have some things we have to do, and then I'm going to say thank you to all of you. Mm -hmm. But um, now, Natasha, we have a dinner for two for the tavern in Westmount Square that just reopened, and we're giving that away as part of our date night out. It's something we do every week. And who's the lucky winner? Yes, the lucky winner is Catherine Maisonneuve. Congratulations and enjoy your time. Thank you for sharing that with us. (laughs) Next week, by the way, you can register to win on Solo in the City. Put in your name and email address and you can win dinner, date, night out to Maestro Seafood Oysters. Oysters. I mean, perfect date food, right? Yeah, very romantic. And um, so you'll be able to go down to Saint Laurent and enjoy that restaurant. It is fantastic and great drinks and oysters and shooters, by the way. Yeah, very, very sexy. Anyway, Peter, thank you so much for coming onto the show. And uh, the books, The Inner Oracle, we're giving those away. Like us on Facebook. And um, they're signed. So thank you very much. And we can find you at petersamarco.com. Okay. Ladies, Nicole, Natasha, and Kai, all the way from Toronto, our sister city. Thank you <laughs> yes. so much. The love Thanks listeners. For Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yes, it was great so fun. Great advice, great advice. We'll continue some of the advice after the show. And uh, in the meantime, I want to remind everybody that you can reach out to me anytime you want, either through solointhecity.tv, 
we can meet on Facebook and uh, follow us on Facebook during the week because I'm doing lots of dating tips uh, there for you because that's what I love to do, help you through this. And we will see you next week as we talk about big city dating with a New York City matchmaker right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. And in the meantime, don't forget, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. Thank you, everybody. And thank you also to... Benson and Ramona. Good night and happy Mother's Day. One more time I go. Hi, I'm Cheryl Besner, your certified dating coach and host of Solo in the City every Saturday night on CJD 800. If you're looking for one-on-one coaching, matchmaking, or my suggestions for a great date place, I'm here for you. Get up, get out, and get social using